welcome. Whether you're at a micro gathering in someone else's home or you're with family at your own home, grace and peace to you all out there. Uh, today, as we continue on our summer series, we'll be going in through the book of Proverbs. Today, we're actually concentrating on Proverbs 27. Great chapter filled with warnings, with reflections, but also some guidances to just continue to lead us down a great path with the Lord. Um, we're actually concentrating on a couple of verses today, specifically verses 17, 19, and 20. We'll go ahead and read those right now. So if you have a Bible or open up your Bible app, we'll go ahead and read these verses. Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. As in water, face reflects face, so the heart of man reflects the man. Shale and Abaddon are never satisfied, and never satisfied are the eyes of man. These are some fantastic verses that we're going to be looking into. We'll start with the, the guidance that the Lord gives us through this singular verse, a verse that we're very well acquainted with, verse 17, where iron sharpens iron. During this time, this season that we've been in in over a year now, um, we've been experiencing with, with COVID-19 times of isolation, um, those who were introverted became more introverted and those who were extroverted became introverted. Um, just speaking of the story of myself, when just the first month that we started, um, all of my coworkers and all the staff, we all had to go home for the, for the remaining of the season until further notice. We all had to work from home. Um, for me, being a, a, a complete extrovert, that is a difficult thing for me to do. Um, just by that end of the month, we began to meet weekly. Um, and they did that for two reasons. They did that for the reason to allow us that social, that's uh, being able to be social with one another or the rest of our coworkers. And obviously, too, to make sure that we're all on the same page as we continue to work from home. Uh, unfortunately, after that month, even being on Zoom, it was just being a heavy toll on me. Um, Typically, they ask one of us to pray in the beginning of the meeting. On this particular meeting, I prayed, um, and the Lord just allowed me to show the emotion that has just been boiling up inside of me. And I, I just broke out in crying uh, in front of my coworkers. I was not the only one when I opened up my eyes and saw a couple of other my coworkers in tears. And this is just the time. That was the time. That was the season being isolated from everybody. And it was, um, it was a time that I, it wasn't, I wasn't able to feed myself. I wasn't able to get that socialness that I need that really uplifts me, that gives me that energy through the day. Um, we come out of that time into slowly kind of getting back into the way things were, getting back into work, getting back into school. We're able to see those people. We're able to see our friends, our coworkers. Uh, and even these last several months that we're able to do our macro gathering, coming together and being able to pray with one another, rejoice one, with one another, praise with one another, worship with one another, just, just brings greatness to our hearts. The Lord in the very beginning, made it very clear we were made for community and that community is what continues to build us up 
just as this verse reflects, iron sharpens iron. We need other brothers and sisters with us in our journey that walks with us, uh, helps us see things that we may not be able to see ourselves, uh, rebuking. So just one of my favorite things. I know in the very beginning, rebuking was just tough for me. Now I, I personally would love to get that because that just shows not only the love that my brothers and sisters have for me, um, but allows me to see those things that I don't see. Um, so this is just a great verse, something that we just can, I'm sure everybody has heard. And we just need to be reminded that we were made for community. We are made to walk with one another in our faith. Um, I know when we talk about prayer, um, Drew makes it clear that our, our, our faith isn't private. We want to make sure that we do pray as a community. We pray as one body. We come together as one body. We worship as one body. Um, so this is just a great time, a great reminder for us to remember we were made for community. And through that community, we're able to sharpen each other. We're able to build each other. We're able to encourage one another and continue to follow in our journey. Our next verse that we're going to be looking at is uh, where we'll find a time of reflection. And this comes out of verse 19. As in water, face reflects face. So the heart of man reflects the man. Uh, throughout all of scripture, we see this. Um, where our heart lies is where, uh, where we lie, right? So if our heart lies with the Lord, we will be there with the Lord. When our heart strays, we go astray at times. Um, this is just a great, another great reminder. We're constantly learning. We're constantly building ourselves. Uh, doing these types of reflections where we're able to um, get to know ourselves a little bit more each and every time. Um, in Matthew 15, it tells us that it is not of what comes into our mouths that defiles us, but what comes out of our mouths that will defile us. And that's where all sorts of evils will come. Uh, again, this is just a, a great reflection when it comes to where our heart lies and what are we doing to be able to build up our hearts when it comes to uh, bringing, bringing our heart to the Lord. Um, so how do we do that? How do we begin to work on our hearts in order to get them closer to the Lord? Uh, in Deuteronomy, it tells us to allow the Lord to circumcise our hearts, to possess a heart that loves, that knows, that follows the Lord, to circumcise our hearts, to be able to, to break our hearts for the Lord, allow him to really move us into that direction. We want to follow the Lord and not follow what we know or follow our own way, because we know, and I'm sure a lot of us know where that leads. And so we want to make sure that we begin to align our hearts through reading scripture, through prayer, through worship, um, in many different ways when it comes to our faith, when it comes to our walk in faith with the Lord. We saw it earlier with Proverbs 16, Proverbs 16, 9, it reads, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. What a great reminder. The Lord will show us our steps each 
in every way, the next step, the next step. And our, what he asks us to do is to take that first step and he will continue to guide our path, light our path forward as we continue on our journey towards the Lord. And now we come to the last verse, verse 20. This is the warning that we see. Let's go ahead and read it. Verse 20, Shale and Abaddon are never satisfied and never satisfied are the eyes of man. Our eyes are the gateway to our hearts, continuing of what we're talking about when it comes to our hearts. Today, this world has too much to look at, uh, whether it comes on TV, whether it comes in movies, no matter where you are. There's just so much in this world that the first that it comes through are the eyes. And that's where we want to make sure that we're always standing and alert. We're always cautious. And we're making sure that what comes through the eyes is pure. What comes through the eyes is love. What comes through the eyes is, is truth. And because that is what's going to be that gateway to our hearts. That's what's going to continue to guide us, continue to build us, continue to create, to, to encourage us. Um, taking a, a, a small uh, excerpt from John Eldridge's Wild at Heart. Uh, if you're very, if you're unfamiliar, a great book. Wild at Heart is is the uh, book that John specifically wrote towards men, and Captivating being the one that was written towards women. Um, again, a great book that helps, I know, help me to really visualize and really take a stop and look at my whole life when it comes to how I've grown, the things that I've seen, the things that I've been a part of, the things that that grew me uh, in a bad sense. <laughs> but now, again, this allows me to have great reflection. So I'm going to read this small excerpt from the book, Wild at Heart. John Eldridge says, if a man does not find those things for which his heart is made, if he is never even invited to live for them from his deep heart, he will look for them in some other ways. Such truth in that, um, in that excerpt. Um, if we're not helping, if we're not in positions that we're able to see what is good, what is true, what is just, then our eyes will venture to look at something completely different. And that, that which does not come from God. Um, so the, again, a great reminder, a great warning to m make sure that we remember where the gateway to our heart is, which is our eyes and making sure that we allow the Lord to guide us. We allow the Lord to help us in our walk in that way. We have now gone through each one, our guidance, our reflection, our warning. And we're going to circle back to our guidance to conclude this message. When we talk about iron sharpens iron, just as much as us being on, on the side of perhaps isolation, as we talked about, um, not being able to reach out to those that are around us, the other side of that is are we just as much reaching out to those to give help? Are we 
reaching out to those brothers and sisters who are suffering during this time, who are having a hard time during this time, who are isolated and don't have that ability to reach out. Again, going back to John Eldridge, going back to Wild at Heart, he, he kind of answers that for us. Uh, the, why don't we give more of what we have, what the Lord has equipped us with? Why don't we give that back at times? And this is what John Eldridge says. We doubt very much that we have any real strength to offer. And we're pretty certain that if we did offer what we have, it wouldn't be enough. I'm sure much of that is warnings throughout all of Proverbs um, that we kind of turn that mirror on ourselves and we feel that we don't have that to offer. We don't have enough to offer. Or if we do offer something, it won't be enough to that person. And that's just complete lies. And I won't stress that one. This is where we just as much um, take that yoke from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us, to lead conversation. Because it isn't us, right? It isn't us and our great wisdom that we're giving to our brothers and sisters, but it's the wisdom that the Holy Spirit has led through us to them. And us just being able to be a vessel to one another. Don't ever think that you don't have enough. Don't ever think that it's never enough. Just to, uh, just to receive a phone call from some of my brothers and sisters, just to be able to get a text message saying that they're thinking about you, that they're praying for you, or they want to know how they can help. Man, does that bring joy to my heart? Does it bring tear to my eyes? Because that's, that is enough. The Holy Spirit leading through that, that is enough for us to continue to rebuild us, to encourage us. So this is what we need to do. And that is to ask help from the greatest helper, from the Holy Spirit, to continue to build us, to continue to encourage us, to continue giving us words that we need that will guide us those steps. And when we do reach out to the Holy Spirit, secondary, we just as much reach out to one another down on this plane, right? The, hor the horizontal, reaching out to the Holy Spirit, the vertical, and now we go the horizontal in reaching out to our brothers and sisters for help when we need it. Asking for help is probably the hardest thing we can do as human beings. It is the hardest. I read a statistic to kids that, uh, when we do uh, our programming when it comes to teaching about swimming. And the, my favorite statistic to, to tell them is, which do you think are more likely to drown, men or women? Well, of course, I work with all boys. Their first initial answer, women. Oh, it's the women. It's the women. When in fact, I'd love to stump them. It is men most likely to drown. And what's the reason why? Because men are less likely to ask for help. And they think that they'll be able to get themselves out, even though they got themselves in it. Makes no sense to me. 
but that's us. That's human nature. It is hard for us to ask for help, but this is where we need to step outside of ourselves and be able to ask for help, especially if you need it, especially if you need that community and that time with one another. Iron sharpens iron. And in the end, once we have working vertically with the Holy Spirit and working horizontal with our brothers and sisters, then will we achieve true wisdom that comes from the Lord. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this day, this opportunity to continue to be in your word, to continue finding guidance through the Holy Spirit. Lord, we had some fantastic reflection today, Lord. And I pray that uh, for those that need to hear it, Lord, that it penetrate their hearts. And just the same for myself, that it continues to be at the forefront of my heart. That when we need help, we ask for help. When we need community, we ask for help. When we need our brothers and sisters, we ask for help, Lord. And we only truly can step into that when we look towards the Holy Spirit, when we look towards that which you have blessed us with to remind us that you are with us, to remind us that you are the love that we all share, to remind us that you have our hearts and that we can always know you are by our side and we are never alone, Lord. We thank you for that great reminder and that great encouragement, Lord. Guide our hearts, guide our eyes, guide our next steps, Lord. And allow us again to walk with one another as brothers and sisters. We thank you, Lord, for this great wisdom you have given us. In your holy and blessed name we pray, Lord. Amen.